0: Introducing Kicking Back with the Cooks, presented by Woodhouse. 18 brands, 16 convenient locations, simplified car buying to save you time. Shop, finance, and buy online at woodhouse.com. Here's Head Coach John Cook, along with your host, Lauren Cook-West. Hello, and welcome to 2022 Kicking Back with the Cooks. I'm Lauren Cook-West, and with me as always is Head Volleyball Coach, John Cook. Hello, Happy New Year.
1: Hello and Happy New Year, Lauren.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're back from a hiatus and we're going to get into to why it's been so long since we last recorded an episode. But uh, you can't take a break because too much happens when we take a break. I mean, COVID, you, ha- you came down with COVID. There's You hired a new assistant coach. You're, one of your assistants left. Uh, you've added a new player to the roster. I mean, the list goes on and on. So we are no longer able to take breaks from recording this podcast.
1: I agree with you completely. We're also doing beach training right now, so we're in season.
0: Well, you're technically in your off season, but you are in season. Yeah, it's beach season. You're in a season. Yeah,
1: we're in a season, so yeah, they're they're training hard right now.
0: Okay, so now that now that we've made it through the fall season, give me a quick recap uh, and I don't know if you'll remember this, but on the last episode, can you hear Madden crying? Yes. <laughs> Jason, take Madden to another room. Madden is currently having mommy withdrawals. Yeah, I'll she's bet. Attached to me at the hip, and yeah. so anytime she's not with mommy, uh, she's throwing a temper tantrum. So, anyways,
1: there'll be a day, la- there'll be a day, Lauren. She won't want to be with you. Okay. It's you. No,
0: there will will always have that.
1: Yeah, I remember it was about no, it was about tenth grade <laughs> for you.
0: <laughs> okay, so on the last episode, you told us that once the season was o- over, you would tell us some juicy stories from the season. So I did. I want to hear those stories. Yes, you did. Uh-huh. I know you have short term. I know you, you don't have very good memory, but um, you you definitely mentioned that.
1: Oh. Well, I've, <laughs> i got to think, can we come back to that?
0: Okay, okay we'll come back.
1: Well, let, me, let me think about the season, last season, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, do you remember the season?
1: Yeah, yeah, I just got to think of the stories I was thinking about. So okay. I'm, I'm moving on to other things, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, Lauren, I, I, today, just for example, uh, I did an interview at the New Horizons. <laughs> This is a Eastern Nebraska Office of Aging. They did a two-hour interview with me today. So this is, this is just like icing on the cake doing the podcast with you. So wow, this is where my mind's at right now. They're interviewing Uh-oh. me for the Office of Aging. So that, that, that's a lot of fun.
0: Did they ask you any good questions?
1: They asked some great questions. The, the, the uh, writer, his name's Leo. Uh, very, very professional, he was very detailed, two hours um, he was anyway it was, it was a very good interview, and I had never heard of this, but uh, anyway, I guess this means i 'm either inspiring young people or i 'm getting old, and they wanted me to talk to the old people <laughs> and then I also wanted to bring this, Lauren, because this is oh. this is the cover of our beach notebook so in here you know so slide right. it
0: closer to the camera it's show,
1: it's show, uh, show and tell and there it is that's a they put that picture on there that's uh that's coaching beach volleyball right there baby but is what that I you what i thought yeah that's me from an earlier beach trip Given the hang we, loose huh
0: you're given the hang loose sign yeah
1: yeah that's what we do so anyway, I just this is our notebook. But uh, for I thought it would be interesting in here. Just This is uh, our schedule. And we have goal setting in here. We're going to be meeting with our players. So just a little bit. Here's our goal sheet. Here's our team goals. And we'll be putting that on social media at some point. But we were creative on how we did the goals. So I'll leave it at that.
0: That's really cool. I love it when you bring show and tell items. I
1: know. Oh, and then the most important thing is, I can't wait till it warms up again, but Carlson Cattle Company sent me some spice.
0: What (laughs) cattle company?
1: Carlson Cattle Company. This is a, uh, I think they're season ticket holders and they make this uh, uh, seasoning. So they sent me a couple bottles. So I can't wait to try, but right now I don't even know if a barbecue would start.
0: Is it uh, just like a steak seasoning, hamburger, chicken? Can you use it on everything?
1: Steaks, burgers, chops, chicken, and vegetables.
0: Ooh. You could could, uh, saute some vegetables, put it on those.
1: Yeah. I'm just trying to work an NIL deal right now for these guys.
0: (laughs) Can you tell us, do you put on sunscreen when you're at the beach?
1: In Hawaii, yes. Because it's... It's when you're not used to it, it is intense until your body can get used to it. So sunscreen is very important. Yeah.
0: I saw you had the sun hat and it, it's really important to protect your face for aging, especially at your age. Yes, so.
1: yes. Yeah, yeah, maybe if I had worn more sunscreen and more hats, I wouldn't be doing interviews with an aging newspaper.
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of show and tell items, how did the Yeezys end up fitting? Give us your honest review on those.
1: Uh, the Yeezys are, in my opinion, a little overrated. But the reaction I get when I wear them is unbelievable. So we had a, we had a recruit last week, and I wore them to the women's basketball game, and like I I, I just I'm blown away. I mean, the recruits telling me how much those cost, and and uh, but anyway, what I'm thinking of doing is getting a locker room like Lexi's son and and selling them on my locker room account and then donating the money to the Starlings volleyball program so that's what Nicklin Haines is gonna help me with that so that's what I think Wait. we're gonna do with the Yeezys
0: what, what, where are you donating the money?
1: to the Starlings volleyball club in Omaha which is a volleyball club that's for underprivileged kids in Omaha It does a great job they've been going for about 15 years so, I love uh, that idea. Yeah, so uh, Nicklin's going to help me how to do it. Lexi's son has mastered it because she's selling her stuff, and uh, uh, so I thought I'd sell the Yeezys and donate the money and maybe you know ma- you know match whatever. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can actually. I got to make sure legally I can do that because it's a volleyball club. But yeah, you know, I got it's a good idea. I need to check with compliance so I don't get in trouble.
0: Always check yeah. with compliance. Yeah. So. <laughs> you want to go grocery shopping? Check with compliance.
1: Yep. Yep. You want
0: to make a phone call? Check to your aunt. Check with compliance.
1: Yeah. So <clears throat> uh,
0: You should sell not just your Yeezys, but you have some other, you know, maybe backpacks from national or final, not national championships, but final fours, uh, shoes laying around. You have a bunch of stuff in your office. You should just pile it all together and sell
1: it, and then donate all the money. Um, well, a lot of that stuff, Lauren, I donate to. Uh, I'll, we'll get probably every day there's a request for something, uh, a, an auction, a fundraiser, or something going on. And you uh, just have to be careful with schools. But we, I donate a lot of that stuff, balls, signed balls, books. Just donated two books today. So we're doing constantly doing that. So I, I use that stuff. But what's really cool today, we got our final four chairs today were delivered so those are always cool so every player is going to get one of those they're very nice chairs the ones that you sat on during the matches and they must make more with the logos and everything on them so that's going in the office today
0: i'm glad that you're sharing how you give back because i don't think a lot of people know that you give away you know signed balls and backpacks and shoes and and things like that so i think it's you always talk about how important it is to give back to the community and Husker Nation gives you guys so much in you know selling out matches and and supporting the players and the coaches and attending speaking events that that you speak at so I think you do an incredible job of of really giving back to the community and i don't know if every if if I can say that about every head coach uh, you know across the nation throughout college athletics, but I know a lot of coaches do and and you're definitely one of them so
1: well you, you know one of our team deals is attitude of gratitude. So the leader has to set the example because I want our players to appreciate what they get and we never take it for granted. So uh, it's a very very important lesson we're trying to share with uh, our team.
0: You know to this day I still hear sometimes like gosh you say thank you a lot or, or you you almost thank people too much and and I always want to say you know I'd rather thank people more than not enough and and really make them feel appreciated and uh and and that's something i learned from you and playing at nebraska is is that attitude of gratitude you've had that for a long time
1: yeah thank you lauren well uh you know you're we also talk about you when you played you'd always thank all the coaches at the end of practice so now that's a that's a ritual or a tradition now all the players thank Jolene Brian you know our coaches our grad managers at the end of every practice everybody goes and thanks them and again you started that and that's something that we've continued to do so again a great attitude of gratitude and when people feel appreciated they're gonna work harder
0: exactly exactly okay we have a few major topic two major topics to talk about one is Tyler Hildebrand leaving and Kelly Hunter filling or stepping in as an assistant. Jalen Ray's uh, moving up into that, uh, whatever you want to call it, first assistant position. And then the other is a recent uh, commit, transfer commit uh, with Caitlin Horde. And I know you've, I've done interviews, you've done interviews We've everyone has talked about these two topics but I what I want to talk about is the details that haven't been made public yet or maybe you haven't talked about in interviews with newspaper writers or or or, you know TV interviews Uh, so tell us maybe details or uh, things that that just the general public we haven't heard about yet uh, in relation to those two big topics that have affected Nebraska volleyball pretty greatly within the last month
1: so you want me to talk about all that before bud (laughs)
0: Oh, <laughs> How could I forget I didn't even have that in here? Oh my Lord, gosh
1: you're slipping. Oh, I thought this I whole thing was going to be about Bud
0: oh i I didn't even have that in my prep work. we, we can okay. come,
1: we can come back to bud so uh,
0: let's let's get through Tyler leaving Kelly joining the staff, <laughs> and then Caitlin horde committing, and then we'll get to Bud okay here's what you got to do. You have to put the good stuff at the end. Okay. So people listen until the end.
1: Okay. All right. Well, uh, it was late October that the Long Beach program a- athletic director fired the Long Beach coaches. And um, in the back of my mind, I I thought, okay, this is probably going to be something Todd or should look at and will want to look at. Uh, and anyway they you know part of the juicy stories was not only we were at Final Four with well we started at Texas we think we had players with COVID we get back from Texas we have three players test positive from influenza A we had to delay our charter going into Columbus for the Final Four I know we had players playing with COVID during during the Final Four when we got back on Monday out of 30, 30 people out of 35 of our travel party all tested positive, including me. So that was one of the things, and I, I won't go into how sick some of them were, but we had, just to give you an example, we had um, Kennedy Orr was sleeping in the bathtub because she didn't want to bother her roommate because she was coughing so hard. For example, there's just, this there's just one. So um, anyway, uh, Tyler, of course, they all start all this process, you know, why we're at Final Four. Actually, it was right when we were leaving Texas. He gets a call. They, they want to talk to him. So we got Final Four going on. We got Tyler. Did, did,
0: hold on. Hold on. Did the girls know or was it no, just you? No. Did just, the rest of the staff know?
1: No, just Tyler and I. Okay. So I was talking to the athletic director. He was talking to him. They were doing interviews. And uh, anyway, because uh, they have to go through, f- you know, interviews. So we had all that going on. So it's, it's always... The, 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 it seems like there's so much going on. Plus, you know all the other things at the Final Four, uh, the banquets, the All-American stuff, and then the media stuff was I've never seen. We've never done so much media stuff as we did this year with TV and radio and media, press conferences. It was, it was a lot. Um, but one thing they did really cool at the Final Four was uh, you know how they have all the teams have a dinner together And then they have people get up and speak, and it's boring, and you have to wait forever for the food and all that stuff. Each team got to go to their own restaurant that Columbus picked out. And we went to this really cool, it was an old, uh, this is really old building that they restored. And um, it was just beautiful. The food was amazing. And it was just us, our team. And um, it was really, really cool. But anyway, Tyler... Went through all that, and then uh, I think on the national championship day, I think they may have offered it to him, or the day after, and then uh, he was leaving Tuesday. After we got back to go to uh, to do the press conferences, do everything, but he got COVID, <laughs> so so everything got delayed. But but that was uh. So anyway, it was a really good move for him because he's going to really be able to rebuild a storied and tradition program of Long Beach State. You know, Long Beach State has men's volleyball, women's volleyball, and beach volleyball, which they've all won national championships in all of them. So, pretty unique place. Um, And then his wife, which you know, this thing is just worked out really well. Kristen started an interior decorating business before she moved back out here. Well, it's gone crazy. And she's been hiring people and trying to run it from Lincoln. It's been really hard on her. So now she gets to go back and run that business and be there. So it's a great move for them. And um, he's already got five transfers in. And and, uh, they're going to come back here and play in the fall. So that's going to be exciting.
0: Oh. Is that breaking news?
1: That's breaking news. Well, Love he has it. sent a contract today. So he's, he, he really wants to come back here. And of course, Kelly Schwarzenbach trans, transferred there. So that's that's that news. So anyway, it's worked out really well. And I was had the opportunity, you know, Jalen, uh, we were able to reward him with a, you know, he's brought in a couple of top-ranked recruiting classes. And then Kelly, who's been grinding it out here for, She's literally been a part of this program since 2013 in some capacity as a player, a volunteer, part time assistant coach, working camps. And uh, so it was re- very rewarding to be able to reward her. But here's, you know, and again, this is, this is my payback is, or, or what I get, you know, paid forward is so we get back on Monday after Final Four, and Kelly's leaving the next day. Tyler takes the job. So I'm like, okay. Um, I go meet with Trev to make sure, can, can I move, start moving because everybody's leaving and I don't want to wait. And then, and you know, you have to go through all the hiring process, security checks, all that stuff. So I, I, I called T- Kelly at 12 at noon and I said, Kelly, get down here, you're going through interviews for a job. So I set up interviews with Trev and several other people, Lindsay, so she's going to get grilled. And then the end is I'm going to take her out to dinner. We went down to Haymarket. And I'm going to really grill her and interview her. So we do all that. It goes great. She does awesome. Trev texts me, loves her. Everybody loves her, thinks it's right, and and she's in the right place. So of course, we go to JTK downtown, have this really nice dinner, three hours. And of course, we can barely, everybody's coming up to us in the restaurant. And then we leave. I go home. She goes home. I offer the job. She takes it. And then, uh, get home, getting ready for bed, I get a text from her, like, I'm thinking, okay, can, you know, I'm so happy, thank you. It's like, hey, I just got my COVID test, just tested positive. And I'm like, oh, so I just spent three hours with you interviewing at dinner, and you're positive. So, great, thank you, Merry Christmas. So, anyway. Well,
0: we, di- we didn't get to spend Christmas with you because right. you had COVID, and, and thankfully, you, weren't, you didn't get that sick, but... That was our first Christmas apart from you.
1: I know. So, Kelly, you know, Kelly like feels terrible because she thinks she gave me COVID. So, <laughs> so I give her offer a job, and she gives me COVID. So there you go, the
0: I, life I of a coach. You, I have to tell you a funny story. So she called me that afternoon. She, I think she was done with all of her interviews. She calls me, and I'm like, why is Kelly Hunter calling me? And it, I, Kelly and I talk occasionally, but not enough to be on, you know, a phone call. We text about makeup products or skincare products and, uh, or outfits. and So anyway, she's calling me, and I'm thinking, like, oh, no, is something wrong? Like, you know, did something happen to Coach? Like, what's going on? Why is she calling me? And she goes, Lauren, Coach gave me the uh, – or told me – how did she word it? She said, Coach told me I have to pick a restaurant tonight uh, to go have dinner at, and it has to be nice – it has to be quiet, and it has to be, I can't remember what else she said, romantic or something. And uh, she goes, it needs to be, and he says he has, like, two options in mind of where he wants to go, and I just don't know what he's thinking of. And I don't want to upset him, and I don't want to pick the wrong choice. So she's, like, calling me, freaking out, trying to figure out what restaurant to go to. And I'm like, well, just, and I'm trying to list off restaurants in Lincoln that are, you know, nice and quiet and, and. And have good food, food that you like because you're a picky eater. And I'm, I was going to ask you guys where you ended up going, but you told us, JTK.
1: Yeah. Well, it wasn't romantic. It was that we could make a reservation. And it had oh. to be really quiet where people wouldn't bother us because – when you go downtown Lincoln, everybody knows who we are, and of course we go to JTK, and it's like everybody in there came over and literally had dinner with us almost. So, uh, <laughs> but that was she couldn't control that. So uh, she she but, was stressed. Oh, I'm like I like, am It was a test. Have, it was a test. You need to
0: be worried about other things right now, not about where where to go for dinner. Just pick somewhere, and if he doesn't want to go there, he'll tell you he doesn't want to go there.
1: Yeah. So, That's
0: funny. So did, was Kelly? Last question about Kelly. Was she? was anyone else on your radar or you knew you know as long as interviews go well I'm hiring Kelly
1: I did talk to Jordan Larson and um, and again uh, she was in China her husband's coaching Pepperdine men are ranked number one or number two right now and uh, it it, it wasn't good timing with everything so uh, but yeah I did talk to Jordan for those who don't think we talked to Jordan
0: who, who so, now just accepted a position at Texas.
1: Yeah. But the difference is she's going to have a lot of flexibility. She's going to play in the pro league and do all that stuff. Her husband is going to continue to coach at, at Pepperdine. And uh, so they've worked out a different deal than what, what would have worked here. Um, of course, she, you know, she was in China still playing when I, was, when I, when I talked to her. Jordan will have the chance to get back here someday.
0: It's probably why Nebraska's won more national championships than Texas yeah, let's, let's is. Don't you, bring that you have assistants who are committed.
1: <laughs> well, Jordan will be committed. It's just timing. You know, timing's everything. And uh, you know, and Kelly was in the right place at the right time, and she's worked really hard. And and um, um, so it's really rewarding to be able to offer an opportunity like that for a young coach who's paid their dues. And a lot of times, like with Danny and uh, Kayla, I told them, I, you guys got to go away and coach somewhere and, and see what the rest of the world's like and before you can come back here. And, you know, and, da- and Danny, Danny did that. Lindsey did that. Um, so you got to go see what the rest of the world's like. So this will be, be a really good experience for Jordan going down to Texas.
0: Caitlin Horde.
1: So... Uh, Huge commit. Yeah. So, so give she, us...
0: We know she committed. We know she came on a visit. We know it all went really well. Is there anything more that you can tell us about that that has been top secret or, or maybe the public doesn't know about?
1: Well, we... The transfer porter has gone nuts. So there are so many good players that, and we we love our team. We're returning most of our team. And at the time, we didn't know if Nicklin and Kayla would be coming back. We still don't know if Kayla can, is coming back. She's doing beach, so she's still in school here, starting a new masters. We just don't know if she'll be eligible in the fall, so we're waiting on that. But so we don't, we don't, uh, we didn't know if if Kayla would come back. We still don't know. Riley Gray's done with volleyball, still a student here, but doesn't want to play volleyball anymore. Kelly Schwarzenbach, yeah, she medical. Kelly Schwarzenbach transferred to Long Beach. So uh, now we're down to one freshman middle and Kayla and Kaylin Meyer. So, and if Kayla can't come back, we're down to two middles and we have uh, Maggie Megelson, who's the dual sport volleyball basketball, who we may try her opposite. She, she could, similar to what Wisconsin did with Smirk, we could do some things like that. So. Smirk. Smirk, okay. Smirk, smirk, smirk yeah.
0: Smirk, it's hard to say. I know.
1: Anna, <laughs> Anna. Uh, so, we just felt like if, if a middle came in the portal, that could help us and be a good fit. Uh, and we were looking for a fifth year because, again, we're, we've got a great recruiting class down the road here. And so, we feel really good about our middle blocker position based on our recruits. And uh, so, a fifth year could just kind of fill that hole, uh, that was created. And, and again, with potentially with Kayla. So Kaylin Horde came on the portal. Of course, she could have gone anywhere she wanted. And she came here and visited. She fell in love with our team. Our team fell in love with her. Her parents are awesome. And uh, she uh, wants to be an entrepreneur and start a business. So we took her out to East Campus to the Engler School, which is an entrepreneurial school. And they convinced her she could start a business, play, play in the national team, play professional volleyball, and still start a business. And you know what she wants to start a business in? This is, this is awesome. What? She can't find shoes because she has big feet. So she wants to start a shoe company. And I've heard this from uh, some of our other taller women that they can't find shoes. And even with Adidas shoes, sometimes we have to special order. It's because they just don't make them. And so she wants to start a shoe company for women that have big feet.
0: That's I love that idea.
1: Good for her. Yeah. Well,
0: she also has. I mean, like, look at take Open Doors for example. Uh, Blake Lawrence, Audie Kanoli, both former football players for Nebraska, who have started this multi-million-dollar business that's just taking off in Open Doors. I mean, that they're right down the street from her. I mean, that's someone that she can learn from, she can talk to. I think they come and speak at, at the business school or entrepreneurial school. And it's, yeah, I feel like you have a lot of great role models.
1: Yeah. And anyway, this school is out there on, is unbelievable. I was, the first time I've been there, because normally we recruit 16-year-olds. They're not thinking of businesses they're going to start. They're just thinking, right. like, what color is your uniforms? You know, how cool are the lockers? You know, is, is Coach Cook going to wear Yeezys? <laughs> So, uh, you know, so it was really cool because you're, you know, this is somebody who's preparing for a career after volleyball. So we're able to, you know, we just, our people here do a great job. I I was just blown away. And that's the first time I've been out there because we never, you know, we don't normally do that. And, uh, but anyway, she is, everybody's going to love her. She's, uh, in one day when she committed her her Instagram account, uh, uh, more than doubled. So, fuck with followers. So she's, wow. she's, and she is. She barely even does Instagram, and she, you know. So we're going to help her with building her Instagram account because it's a big deal here, and uh, so there just is really exciting. But um,
0: she and she committed to the team before she told you, correct?
1: She oh yeah, she told him Saturday night. I had to go speak in Omaha at Young Farmers of America which I thought would be kids. Young farmers are 25 to 45 years old, and they have a three-day seminar in Omaha. And uh, so I had, I had committed to this a year ago in COVID. And we planned, when we planned our visit, I didn't know they rescheduled it for Saturday night. So I get this email one week out like, hey, you're, you're speaking here. You need anything, whatever. And I'm like, what? So it all worked out, but they went bowling, and then she was with the team, and she told them she was going to commit and then told me on the way to the airport the next day. But what was really cool was she was the worst bowler, so (laughs) hands down. I I think it took her like six tries, you know, six frames or whatever to even get it, to even go down the middle and try to hit something. So I think she had a score of four by then, and then she rolled – a strike, so she her total score was 13 because you get 12 I think for a strike, and I apparently when that happened the team it was like national championship celebration <laughs> on the on campus bowling courts, so they said she was they were mobbing her so, That's anyway funny. that that just kind of shows you and the whole team was there they had a blast so uh, bowling is a great a great thing to do with uh, teams and recruits it just everybody has fun.
0: They're just practicing their celebrations for the upcoming season. That's
1: right, and, uh, but I, apparently it was just a, like a mob, a total mob scene. So
0: Did you talk to Russ at all about no, Caitlin?
1: No. Okay. I called Russ when he retired and uh, uh, I just called him. And, and So here's another juicy story if you want.
0: Yes, You want please. some juicy
1: stories? Oh, yeah. So, again, welcome to my world. So I get, a, I get a text from this guy in Fremont who says he has a copy of Russ Rose's notebook that he keeps on the side. And when Russ retired, I said, I'll pay the first $500 to get a look at his notebook. So um, and I did it for a press release for Penn State. They asked several coaches to make you know, comments. So I said, I'll, I'll pay the first 500 bucks for his notebook because he keeps that notebook. And everybody wants to know, what is he writing in there? So this guy in Fremont says he's got a copy of it. I'm like, okay, yeah, right, whatever. And then he, I said, so how would you get it? He said he, when R- Russ retired, he wrote him a, th- a you know, note, and he just said, hey, I, I love watching you, season ticket holder for years, and I would love a signed copy of a page out of your notebook. So R- Russ did it and sent it to him. So I said, you got to send that to me. So he sent it to me. So I have the copy of it on my desk, Russ's signature and, and this notebook. So, so
0: what's in there? What's well, on the page?
1: That's top secret.
0: <laughs> you have to tell us. You can't tell us that story and then not tell us.
1: So what it is, is I thought it was some elaborate thing. It is basically, I think it's the same way he took stats when he was an assistant coach here. 40 years ago. It's basically just like something he made up with a ruler and pencil. He punts the names in and keeps track of kills, errors, blocks, aces, whatever. It's just basically he keeps stats the old-fashioned way. So he, I, now I know why he does it. He does it for stress. So if he's keeping stats, he doesn't get all worked up and everything. So it's That's brilliant. That's why it's he brilliant. always looks so calm. That's why he's always so calm. It's brilliant. So we ought to do Maybe a sports psych study on coaching and 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 that that model of having that notebook. But it was it, it's just it's not a computer done thing. It's like he did it by hand. So uh, it was. So anyway, it was. It, the cool thing was Russ, you know, sent that to a fan in Nebraska, and I think that's the, you know, the respect that. People here have for him, and that's why Penn State's such a great rival that we play, and 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 he's part of the part of that rival, you know, and and uh, so it is really cool. I mean, I I felt I was really happy that guy got it and did that, and that Russ Russ felt comfortable enough to send that, and it just again it shows you the respect between the two programs, I think, and you know, sometimes you have coaches are like gunslingers, you know, they don't have very many friends, so. Russ and I are kind of friends. And of course, you know, he loves Madden.
0: Maybe you should start taking old school stats to keep you calm.
1: <laughs> well, I have that clipboard. Sometimes I write things in there, but it's more fun to just throw it. Yeah. <laughs> I give, I just slam it down. I get, I, I relieve, get rid of, That get rid of it right there.
0: <laughs> I like it. We're going to wrap up. And I know you hate confessions and lessons. So your confession is going to be talking about Bud. Okay. Because everyone's probably thinking, like, who's Bud? What's Bud? What does Bud stand for? So you can tell us all about Bud, and that will be your confession.
1: Yeah. Lauren, just so you know, I did this two-hour two hour article today with these guys on this aging magazine, and they asked me about the podcast. They go, well, like, what do you talk about on there? I said, we talk about everything, and then we got confessions, we got this, we got... I said, we go over everything. They're like, they were so surprised. They thought it was just like a volleyball X and O podcast. So, did you
0: tell them to listen to it?
1: Yeah, they're going to listen to it. So Okay, they, they yeah, better. Yeah. Um, they had listened to the podcast I did with Coach Pettit, so they had some notes from that they were asking me about. But
0: Well, that's boring. That's just yeah, I, I coaching talk. I know. This, <laughs> is, this is where you get the juicy stories, the breaking news. <laughs> yeah.
1: So we were at Minnesota and your brother has been looking for a horse and Lindsey uh, was also looking for a horse for her four boys eight Peterson. and under yeah Lindsey Peterson Dr. so her husband Ty went down to Kansas to look at this horse he's a great horse her names Bud or Spud depending on who you're talking to <laughs> and but he was a little too much for the kids in Ty's opinion and he is he's a big boy he likes to go He's got a great personality. And Ty just said, Lindsay, this, this horse, you're going to love this horse. I wonder if we should buy him. And she's like, and she just lost a horse. I don't know if you know, that story, you know, he it got gored roping and cattle and ended up passing away. It was, and she was crushed. But she still has two other horses. But she wanted one for the boys. So they were thinking about buying it. And I said, well, hey, you know, Ty, Taylor's looking for a horse. So I said, let's just let's buy him. So, because he had the horse trailer, he was down in Kansas, load him up, here we go. So now we, now I own a horse. And Lindsay's boarding him at her place. Uh, but he's great. So we've been down riding during COVID, that's what we did. It was pretty nice weather. So go ride a horse. I don't think horses get COVID. So by yourself, and, and uh, uh, you're outside. So. Wrote them every day during COVID. And then, uh, you know, when I get a chance now on the weekends and stuff, I go down there and ride. And, and uh, he's great. I, I really think there's, and I, what I love about riding horses, it's like coaching. You know, they're challenging you, they're testing you all the time, and you got cues and leg pressure, and that you, so it's pretty cool. But
0: so your, mid- your midlife crisis is you're buying, you bought a horse.
1: Yeah, basically, yeah. Thank you, Larry. <laughs> So yeah, Bud, he's great.
0: We we need to get you need to post video of Bud on Instagram or Twitter, uh, so I, I Husker will, Nation I, can get to know him.
1: I will do that. I got to get our Kelly can help me with that. So I don't really know how to do that, but I'll get Kelly. I also me.
0: think everyone needs to see you riding a horse because we've talked about on a previous episode about your Wrangler days and you were working in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and you were, you know making trails and riding a horse every day and living the cowboy life and so I think maybe we could do like a before and after or how it started or what is that how it started versus how it's going and and get pictures of you from back in the day to (laughs) to where you are now riding a horse.
1: I'll I'll get my people working on that but you know the great thing about Bud is you don't you don't really you just think about riding in nature and it's it's very relaxing it's very spiritual in a way it's form of meditation, I think, and you just, you're just kind of going with the rhythm of the horse. And so there's something to it why people like riding horses. And So anyway, that's, that, there's my confession. Bud.
0: That was a lesson, too, yeah. with what horses teach you. So you yeah. just knocked off both. Thank good you. job.
1: That's, that just made my day.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I'm not going to let you off the hook that easy. Can you give us your New Year's resolution? Because you have a good one. I do. Your master class. Oh yeah. Oh
1: okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know that was a. Uh, so, thank you, Lauren. Um, <laughs> uh, and I've been. Okay, I meant to show show one of my coaches today. So there's this program online you can sign up for called Master Class, and they, it's it, so Gino, the UConn basketball coach, he's one of the master coaches. They and they have it from sports to cooking to theater to. Uh, acting to politics. I mean everything's covered. And they have all these famous people that do these classes and they're short like anywhere from 3 to 20 minute classes and they're just they're teaching a class on what they're doing. So, so we were down in Texas and across the street was Franklin's Barbecue. It's the most famous barbecue in Texas. Well the, the guy that started that does a master class on how to make barbecue. For exa- just giving you an example. So you, you pay for the subscription for the year and you just go on there any time you want, and pick out a subject, and do a master class. So I want to learn about other things. and and uh, But I've, right now, I'm kind of stuck on. I've been watching uh, uh, the guy, Lewis Hamilton, who's a form, Formula 1 racer champion, and Gino, the UConn basketball coach. So those are the two. And I did a little politics. I w- listened to Bill Clinton about leadership. And it was really interesting, because he was talking about all the stuff he had to go through and mistakes that were made and, you know, and partial wars and stuff. So it was, talk about trying to be a leader, it's tough.
0: What's been your favorite episode or or series to watch?
1: I I love Gino. He's he's great. I've actually listened to a couple of his twice now. Him and I are, are cut from the same cloth, I think. Very similar backgrounds. You know, we came up coach men and women and and then he's stayed with women and um, so very similar. I, I really relate to him but he's really good. But again he's teaching a class so it would be like me teaching a coaching class. I'd sit down, and make notes and have stuff to share and, and you go through things and it's and they do a great job of breaking it all down and it's very well done. So master class of people I'd highly recommend it.
0: How much is the subscription?
1: Well uh when i they had a special going it was two hundred dollars for the year but you get two for one so i sent one to a friend of mine for free so i paid the two hundred dollars but somebody got a freebie out of it
0: who who, which friend
1: it's top secret (laughs) you don't don't need to know everything lauren
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'll find out you'll find out yeah my confession is i only eat the tops of muffins okay i don't the bottom of the muffin just doesn't do it for me. The top has all the, you know, the oatmeal and the sugar and all the yummy stuff on it. And then my lesson I mentioned uh, earlier on, but just uh, being grateful, being appreciative, especially to your parents, your caregiver, your aunt and uncle, grandparents, whoever that may be. But now that I've become a mom, uh, I realize just how how much work that is and how much sacrifice it is and um, so, thank you for oh. all that you've done. I know I've thanked you before, but uh, you can never say it, thank you too many times, but uh, just for all the things that you've done for me and, and all that you continue to do and the sacrifices that you and mom have made, but I hope everyone just, just takes a minute to, life is short, and, and just take a minute to appreciate those who uh, who take care of you and make sure that, that you're good to go or those who have raised you, and uh, it's just important to make them feel appreciated.
1: Yeah. Good good Lauren. glad you're And listening. then
0: my new year's resolution is less is more.
1: L- oh my gosh. I want to s- <laughs> So you're not you're going to go away from hoarding.
0: <laughs> what?
1: You're not going to be a hoarder anymore.
0: I'm not a hoarder. Mom's a hoarder. You're an organ. A- you're
1: an organized hoarder. You're very organized but you have a lot of stuff. So yeah, I love it Lauren. Less is more. I have a lot
0: of clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, last question I want to ask you, and then I promise we'll end this. I, I've never asked you this, but I was thinking about it the other day, and you've talked about, in your book and, and in a previous episode, you've talked about regrets that you've had in coaching. Do you have any regrets outside of coaching? Like, Forget about volleyball. I know that's been a big part of your life for a long time, but are there any regrets that you've had outside of coaching?
1: Oh, that's a good question, Lauren. I have to think about it. Why do you ask these questions? I got to think about. So I'm
0: just trying to match the guy who interviewed you today. That you said ask great questions. I'm trying yeah. to to ask you some hard questions as well.
1: Well, um,
0: we can we not, can table not, it for the next episode. Let's table it.
1: But I'm going to give you two juicy tidbits for the next one. Okay, okay. I think we should get Russ on as a follow up. Okay, and two. The freshman made me dinner last night. I got some juicy stories to talk about that. That could be it. <laughs> that'll be that'll blow the ratings off this podcast.
0: I need I need to take notes. You need to
1: I'm just going to leave it at that. They invited me okay. over for dinner. I'll just leave it at that. It was a So
0: we'll talk about the, fr- the freshman making you dinner and then we'll dinner. get Russ on cuz he's retired now. He's yeah. not he's just probably playing golf and that's it.
1: He's in Florida playing golf and smoking cigars on the beach. <laughs>
0: Well, on that note, a big thank you to all of our loyal listeners and viewers. Uh, to you, Coach Cook, for gifting us with your presence and time. To Mike Elliott, Nick Burtheart, everyone else, Huskers Radio Network, who works on this and makes this uh, these episodes possible. Thank you so much. We'll see you all next month with those juicy stories. Russ and uh, Russ Ro- will hopefully get Russ Rose on and then talk about uh, your dinner date with the freshman. But. Thank you, Coach Cook. Thank you, Hustler Nation. And as always, Go Big Red.